Hi, this is Brian. And Brittany. And welcome back to another episode of Boats, Beaches, Bars, and Beyond. Today we are day seven aboard the Carnival Miracle. Oh, which means it's our last day. Our last full day at sea. I'm sad. Yeah, <laughs> I think we arrive in Port in Tampa around 8 a.m. tomorrow. And um, I looked at the forecast earlier, and I'm pretty sure it's supposed to snow in Nashville on Monday. So, so that should be fun. Basically, what you're saying is that we should just stay in Florida with our friends, right? I wish, but it's time to head back to reality. Okay. <laughs> so what did you do today, Britt? Well, um, great thing today was that I actually didn't have to get up early and head to the library. So we both took advantage of it being a sea day today. And um, it started getting light outside, and I looked out to see if maybe I could catch another sunrise. And, well... Uh, apparently we are getting uh, closer to home because it has been a rainy and cold day today, unfortunately, but... Outside the ship. Outside. <laughs> the sun's shining on the inside. I know it, I know. There's still plenty of activities to do, y'all. So that's that's what I wanted to say, that even though maybe it's cold and rainy today, just like we mentioned on uh, the first sea day, there's still plenty of things to do on the ship today. There's tons of activities. Um, I was looking through the itinerary. Now, granted, while, you know, me and Brian kind of stayed in, and uh, relax uh, uh, one more day, uh, you know, to try to soak it in. I was looking at some of the things that they had today. There is a towel folding class that they even have. So so you can learn how to do laundry? Oh, well, yeah, maybe there are some wives out there that would love to teach their <laughs> spouses and kids how to uh, do laundry. But no, this is a class to learn actually how to do um, those cool little fun animals that you get in your room every day. Oh, like Bob. Bob. Okay, so Bob, y'all, is this dinosaur that we got yesterday and we're getting into uh, a little bit choppier waters we're not like way down in the caribbean and he is a long neck dinosaur so with the little think he's a brontosaurus okay well i just said long neck yeah. <laughs> but no with the uh the motion of the ship he his head does a little uh bobbin action so we named him bob and uh Anyway, so that is something cool, a, a fun activity for families and stuff to do. Um, and then just, again, reviewing, there's um, sales on bingo cards. And I even saw, like, starting this um, evening, there's a 75% off on um, items in the shopping area. So go check that out if that's something that you want to do for sure. Um, also, too, they have um, special spa deals on sea days. So just look at your um, itinerary for that or go up to the spa. And then um, last thing here, there's some things on the Lido deck. That's where you have your pools and things like that. There was music um, and dance classes. And actually, if y'all want to prepare for this, there is a hairy chess contest. Are you going to enter the hairy chess contest? No. <laughs> But somebody might want to. Yeah, that's uh, definitely uh, something for somebody. Uh, but no, so tonight I think uh, we're going to head down to the main dining room. The like fun is not over. The, that's right. the fun is not over. We're going to head down to the main dining room. And then I noticed that the piano bar is open again tonight. One so, of our favorites. Uh, you know, little open room karaoke uh, to wrap up the cruise. And then uh, there's another late night um Comedy, comedy show. show down there. In Which we the, did last night. We, we did the comedy show last night around 1045. Uh, amazing uh, in the Punchliner Comedy Club. And uh, there's one last show tonight. And of course, until we uh, get out of international waters, the casino is still open if that's your thing.
We've discussed previously about brand loyalty, and today we attended a party where they absolutely rolled out the red carpet for us. Yeah, I mean, every cruise that we've been on since we've been platinum, uh, they have a VIP platinum and diamond uh, cruiser party at the, I think it's on the last sea day of the ship. But uh, Platinum with Carnival Cruise Lines is anyone who has sailed uh, 75 nights or more. Diamond is anyone who has sailed 200 nights or more. And just, you know, to show the, their appreciation for the guests that do continue to come back to Carnival Cruise Lines, they open up uh, the main showroom and uh, I think there were 239 guests there out of 2,600 on yeah, the ship. Yeah, there were quite a few. Uh, yeah, there were about 200 platinum uh, cruisers, and then they said there were 39 diamond yep. on this cruise. Uh, but basically, when you get into that main showroom, they have servers coming around, and they gave us sushi and barbecue and shrimp and uh, different sandwiches and other hors d'oeuvres. Uh, there were bartenders going around, you know, passing out uh, wine and different drinks. You could order uh, something specifically off the menu, which uh, for anyone that knows me, I'm a Jack Daniels fan, and I did order a Gentleman Jack, and to my surprise, the server came back with three of them, so that was a little shocking, <laughs> and, and that's all free. I mean, right. typically you pay for those drinks at the bars, but, uh, you know, just another way that Carnival goes out of their way to show their appreciation to those um, guests that are loyal to the brand and um you know during that i think we were down there for about an hour during the party you have live music and you know we're from nashville tennessee music city so you know we love live music it was uh you know a, a great performer that was up there with her guitar singing a lot of uh top 40 and country hits surprisingly she was doing some a little bit of kenny rogers uh, at no. one point hey, so anything with music we're in so. anything with music we're in and one of the other great things about the Platinum and Diamond Party is you get to meet a lot of the senior staff. A lot of the senior officers are there greeting you when you come in the door. And the captain even gets up on stage and says a few words, thanks everyone for their loyalty to the brand. And the cruise director on this ship uh, was Savannah. Uh, she made a point to come around and talk to a lot of the guests there in the uh, theater. And she stopped by and talked to us for probably 10 or 15 minutes, I would say. Yeah, she was really sweet. I think you could definitely tell that she um, definitely wanted to get people's opinions about, you know, their experience. And, you know, we just told her how much we love the ship. You know, we've cruised on a ton of different uh, ships on Carnival from, I think, their smallest one out there right now to uh, one of their largest. And we have really enjoyed the carnival miracle uh this trip around so she was great anytime you do get to see the staff you know just thank them they work really hard to make your experience great and um it's always funny because during this party they show this video and y'all I can't even tell you how many of uh, these parties we've been to since Brian's been platinum. We do always try to um, go to those things because they, they are a neat experience. But they show this video, and it's almost like as soon as they hit play, I cry. Oh, you know, you looked at me <laughs> when they said, oh, we've got a video. A lot of you have probably seen before. You go, oh, this is, this is where I cry. Yes, it's the video. And, y'all, I have no idea what it is about it. But they just kind of, you know, they talk about, uh, you know, 
the whole brand of Carnival and how they do try to, you know, make your experience great. And, you know, family is such a big deal and just the memories you make. And I think that's one of the things for us on cruise. And sometimes our life gets a little busy, a little hectic. And I think cruising for us is a time for us to sit back, relax. We kind of get away from reality a little bit. So every time they, they play that video, I just think about all the wonderful memories that we've made. And um, again, this is our experience on Carnival. I'm sure on other cruise lines, they probably do have similar processes as far as, you know, thanking their loyal customers and things like that. But um, today and every trip that we've been on, they really do just um, want to show you how much they appreciate you coming back time and time again. Well, and it's something about sharing that those experiences with the other guests. I mean, on this trip, actually, I hit a little over uh, 100 nights or 100 days uh, with Carnival. But I think what the uh, person with the most uh, number of days with Carnival uh, at the party tonight was what 572 <laughs> you are well on your way <laughs> uh, yeah well I got, I got a little ways to get there but uh and then there was like a 12 year old kid that was at 70 or 80 nights that was platinum i mean it's crazy now, i'm sure he's going with his family and his grandparents and that sort of thing but you know it just shows i mean there's so many people that just keep coming back because it's you have such a great experience and again this is our experience with carnival i'm sure it's the exact same with other cruise lines it's just you know when you're away from the real world and and you're unplugged from the internet and day-to-day -day life it's it, it, there's so many great memories to be made so today is a sea day and there are a ton of activities on board however you still have a chance to do an excursion yeah it's something that we did not today but we did on a previous ship um is the behind the fun tour and behind the fun is your chance to pull back that curtain and see really what makes the ship operate uh, it's about a four hour tour i think it's 95 dollars a person which is well worth it to do at least once if you're a frequent cruiser uh, it gives you the opportunity to you know go down into the crew quarters and, and you get to go through uh, the galley. We, I think we went into actual crew staterooms to see how that works. We went into the crew cafeteria, the crew bar, uh, the crew lounge area. At one point, they even put us in the freezer. It was a little, <laughs> little cold in there and they locked the door. But, you know, just to show the inner workings of the ship, uh, we went into the engine control room and talked to the staff there about how about how, you know, even though the captain's all fancy up there in the bridge, they're really the ones that are driving this ship yeah. and getting you from port to port. They're the heart of the ship. Uh, they, they, are, they work hard. They are definitely the heart of the ship. Um, and, it, and it's amazing to see the technology that goes into getting you from, you know, one port to the next. Uh, and then they wrap up the uh, tour with a stop in the bridge, and you do get to meet the captain uh, personally and uh, take a photo up there individually with the captain and the bridge. Uh, I think, if uh, memory serves me correctly, it's it's a pretty small tour. I mean, there, there's only 16 guests allowed uh, on the Behind the Fun tour. It's something that if you're going to do, uh, you can't you cannot book it in advance online. 
It's something that when we did it before, the very first day, as soon as that shore excursion desk opened up, we walked over and said, hey, we want to sign up for the Behind the Fun Tour. Are there any spots available? And again, on this ship, there were 2,600 guests. Uh, some of the larger ships that we've been on, you get closer to about 4,000 guests, and they've got some ships coming up uh, next year. They're going to have five, 6,000 guests. So 16 people is not a lot. You want it, If it's something that you want to do, it's something you want to lock in as soon as you get on the ship and you have the opportunity. Yeah, I just think if you do enjoy cruising, it's kind of cool just to see the behind the scenes thing. And I know like when we went through the kitchen, they offered us like chocolate covered strawberries. I believe that when we went on our um, excursion, we got backpacks. I saw in the excursion booklet that um, you get your um, cap so you can be identified by the crew members that you actually did the behind the scenes uh, tour. And then you also get the photos and stuff with the captain as well. But as Brian said, it is about four hours. It's offered on the last season day uh, some of the things just to remember is that it is a minimum age of eight years old so if you have um, any young folks that are younger than that probably uh, not something that uh, to be worried about right now and then there are a lot of stairs I don't know if you remember that or not but there were quite a few stairs we went on and you're gonna have to um, uh, wear some closed toe shoes with that but again Book it as soon as you can, and I think that you will just get a greater appreciation of how hard the staff actually works to make your vacation a wonderful experience for you and your family. We've mentioned before about some products that we do suggest uh, bringing on your cruise ship. Again, the Brita water bottles, those have been great. We got some different ones this time that actually had the straw and the lid on top of it, and those have been wonderful. The luggage scale, I think Brian mentioned the other day, that's great, or bringing your own snorkel gear. So as we're packing up today, unfortunately, there were just some things that I thought, okay, well, maybe that might be worth men mentioning. I know these are things that I always bring on the cruise uh, with us. Again, we're not sponsored by any of these product brands at all. So uh, just keep that in mind. This is just my personal preference and experience. Uh, number one, you're not going to have a, an iron in your room. So packing and folding clothes, you might have some wrinkles. I know the downy spray always works great for me. All you do is you just spray it on your clothes. You kind of like, you know, spread the, the spray out and then you just hang it up in your closet. It really works on releasing some of those wrinkles. So um, you can get that in the uh, uh, like travel product aisle of any kind of store. The other thing too is that the seawater, you know, of course the salt and stuff is really going to wreak havoc on your hair, especially the things like we um, enjoy as far as snorkeling and things like that. So I do recommend getting some kind of leave-in conditioner. Um, this is something I use at home almost, you know, every day uh, and especially like on the lake and stuff when we're on our own boat and you can again, uh, you know, just find your store brand product. Don't um, pay an arm and a leg for it. you can the store brand stuff works just as good so um, you know you can bring that the other thing too is again you might be getting up really early for excursions and girl I'm sure you still look great from the night before after you got ready for dinner so some dry shampoo is wonderful just to give yourself a little spritz brush it out and you're ready to go on that excursion because more than likely you're probably going to be on the beach getting in the water, things like that. So, you know, just don't worry. You're on vacation. Anything to make like life easier, I'm, I'm a fan of. And then the last thing, too, is aloe. Um, if you're like me and you applied half of your sunscreen um, in your room 
and then you just told yourself that you would apply the other half once you got to the boat yesterday and uh, didn't and then went snorkeling for like two hours. Well, uh, yeah, I have a little bit of a sunburn today, unfortunately. Um, so instead of using that goopy, weird green aloe um, gel stuff, I have found over the last few years, there is some aloe spray that is available. I've seen it in, um, you know, the brand name. I've also seen it in the store name as well. And either way, it's just that other stuff, it gets so cold, it's sticky, it it hurts almost after you have a sunburn. And this is just great. It's the same can as a sunscreen uh, comes in. Just spray that on and it really works for me. We use it all the time on the boat in the lake during um, uh, boating season and stuff too. So again, these are just some suggestions I have. These are some of my go-to things that I always pack anytime we go on a cruise. So I think one of the biggest questions we get asked from people that have not cruised before is about seasickness and will you get sick on the cruise? And, you know, we had a listener that reached out to us, Angie Randolph, had a few comments about her experience with seasickness. Yeah, Angie has cruised a lot and she had a great comment about seasickness. And I'm going to quote what she sent us directly. She says, I get deathly sick on smaller boats on the ocean but I've never even come close to being sick on a cruise ship. I've tried the several different anti-dizziness slash nausea medications on earlier cruises, but don't feel like I really needed them. And for us, we're boaters, so fortunately, um, this isn't something that we typically deal with as far as seasickness. So any of the cruises that we've been on, we've been great. Um, the very first cruise we had, it was a seven-day cruise, and I was nervous about, okay, this isn't like a weekend getaway, and if I don't feel great, you know, we'll be back in a few days. It was a seven-dayer, and, you know, from day one, um, I don't even know how many days I've sailed now, but um, I've never had an issue with seasickness. Now, I know there are some people out there that do experience um, it as well, but I think overall, and, you know, maybe put your opinion in here too, I think overall people are pretty uh, comfortable on the cruise ship. And most people are comfortable. I mean, you have a few people that, you know, just do have issues with vertigo and seasickness, but... You know, they make patches for that. They make Dramamine, different things that you can take. Uh, my biggest advice, if you've never cruised before, and I mentioned this uh, previously on another episode, is if you have not cruised before, get a room in the middle of the ship. You know, the easiest way to think about it is if you're sitting on a seesaw, that seesaw at the front and the back is going to be moving up and down. If you're at the middle of it, you're almost stationary. You're going to feel a little bit of movement, but when you're uh, in your room and you're going to bed at night, if you're in the middle of the ship, you really don't notice it that much. Right, and I think that you are always going to feel a little bit of movement. I mean, we're not going to lie there. You know, every night you are going to feel a little bit. However, um, you know, these are almost like floating cities is how I kind of uh, describe it. So as Angie said, you know, even though you may typically get um, sick or seasickness on some smaller ships or smaller boats, um, being on a cruise ship is a completely different um, environment. So um, just know that, if you know that occasion arises and you do get a little sick there are some remedies as brian said there's patches there's medications and there's a uh, medical staff on board as well yeah there there is a um what do you call it infirmary 
<laughs> infirmary downstairs. And you can also buy stuff down in the gift shop. And uh, the technology, if you've cruised before and it was years and years ago and you felt a lot of movement on the ship, the technology on these ships has changed so much. The, the larger, more modern ships nowadays have stabilizers. And unless you're out in the middle of a hurricane or something like that, you, you're not going to feel that much motion. All right, as we said, today is the last day at sea, which means tomorrow it's time to go home, which means tomorrow is the most important and probably least fun topic of cruising, and that is debarkation. And debarkation is basically the process of how do you get off the ship, how do you get through customs, and start making your way home. Um, it can be a little daunting if you've never cruised before, but the cruise lines go out of their way to simplify the process. Uh, the last day of the cruise, you actually get tons of information uh, thrown at you. There's pamphlets that are sent to your room. There's a seminar that they hold in the main showroom, and then they replay that seminar on the TV throughout the day. And one of the pamphlets that we got in our room today actually says on the pamphlet for deparkation information, homework for your last fun day at sea. And it talks about all the things that you need to know before you get off the ship. My first cruise experience, I was fortunate because Brian had cruised before, so the whole process for me was easy. <laughs> he knew exactly what to do and when to do, but um, we've done it a couple different ways, and I think the biggest thing is just relax. We've been on some cruise ships where everybody rushes down at the same time, and that's not how it's supposed to operate. You will get um, specific times and zones when you're supposed to depart. So we've done both. We have actually done where we have uh, checked our luggage, and this is where that you leave your luggage outside of your room, and it says no later than 11 p.m. So kind of same concept as far as being at the airport. You, were, you will check your luggage, and somebody will take that with you, and then you will... Um, pick it up whenever uh, you get off the cruise ship. Or um, most recently, the last few cruises, we've actually done the uh, self-assist. Yeah, the self-assist has been nice. We've, you know, either we've had things that we were doing staying over in port and we wanted to get our day started early, or like tomorrow, we have an 11 a.m. flight. So we want to get off the ship as early as possible. And with the self-assist, we I think we meet down in the theater around... Um, 7 30 or yeah. we, we as, as soon as the ship has cleared customs which is hopefully by 7 30 in the morning uh if you can manage your own luggage you don't want to put it out the night before then you can basically carry that stuff off the ship and then you know there's a small form that you fill out uh, as you go through customs and you get on your way and i think the last uh cruise we went on last year we were downstairs and off the ship in about 30 minutes so it, it, it's a really quick process they've really streamlined things uh, but as Britt mentioned you do have zone times if you do check your luggage uh, it's based on basically what deck you are on the ship uh, this ship we're on deck six uh, but with us being platinum status uh, with carnival cruise lines we get priority priority debarkation so we're actually zone one which allows us either uh, to do the self-assist or get off in that first group you know if we check check our bags 
couple of other things to keep in mind as far as debarkation. Um, if you are not getting off the ship immediately, uh, as soon as it's cleared customs, like we plan to in the morning, there are breakfast options available. Uh, I think the Lido buffet is open from like 6 to 9.30 tomorrow. You can get continental breakfast from 6 to 9.30. Uh, and then there's uh, breakfast open seating in the main uh, dining room from 6.30 to 8.30 in the morning. Uh, room service, though, is not available on debarkation morning. That's the only day that you can't get room service. Uh, other things, I think we mentioned uh, one of the episodes this week, if you purchase liquor either on the ship or uh, at one of the ports of call throughout the ship, that alcohol is delivered to your stateroom uh, the night before you get off so that you've got all that stuff to take with you when you leave in the morning. And then as far as your selling sign card, if you, if you handle it like us and you set up your account with a credit card, basically they settle up that balance once you're off the ship and charge everything to your card. But if you are someone, like I said before, who would rather deal in cash and you've, you've put a certain amount of cash on your uh, selling sign uh, account or you know what, whatever cruise line you're cruising with on your account for the trip, uh, you can either go down to guest services and cash that out. Uh, one of the really nice things that I saw uh, with Carnival Cruise Lines is if you did set up a cash account for your selling sign card and there's uh, a balance of over $10 left on that account, if you don't want to cash it out, they will actually donate that money to St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. So, you know, just another thing where Carnival's going out of their way to help the community. Transportation is going to be the next thing that you need to think about as far as getting off the ship. And Brian and I have done both. You can actually book an excursion through the cruise line where you can get transportation arranged for you. And all you do, you will um, have tickets delivered to your room. And same thing like a typical excursion is going to tell you uh, where to go and when to go. And then there will be a bus waiting for you outside the cruise terminal. And they'll have your luggage and we'll take you over to the airport. But we have also found, though, um, just, you know, money-wise that sometimes even just doing an Uber is a little bit more reasonable. So that might be just something to keep in mind or look into before you do book an excursion that uh, Uber, so maybe um, other rideshare um, companies are available. Yeah, and it's not just uh, transportation on those excursions. There's uh, excursions that we've done before. When we were in Port Canaveral, we did the um, excursion that took your bags and took you over to Kennedy Space Center. Uh, you could do, you know, the, the tour with Kennedy Space Center. They had your bags and they took you over to the airport. We did the same thing in Miami one right. time. Uh, we've been to Miami many times, but, you know, we had a later flight in the day and we saw, oh, there's a tour of Miami, just like touring one of the islands and hitting the top 10 spots. They did the same thing. They took your bags, um, put those on the bus, and then you didn't have to worry about that. You could go around, you could see the sights for the day, and then that bus took you over to the airport uh, with your bags so you could get on your plane and, and head home. Yeah, it was kind of neat, like, having just one more excursion. <laughs> you know, you want to always squeeze out the most you can for vacation, and it was really neat. Again, we've done some of those culture tours and stuff on different islands, so um, if the port does offer that and you do have the opportunity to do so, depending on your flight time, we um, definitely recommend it. I didn't see anything offered here at Tampa, but as Brian said, uh, we have had that experience at uh, Cape Canaveral and Miami as well. 
And with that, I think it's about time to dock this ship. It's been an amazing week here on the Carnival Miracle. Brian and I cannot thank everyone enough for coming along with us on this experience and another great vacation. Um, thank you for everyone who reached out with their comments and questions. And for those who don't know how to reach us, Brian, how um, can somebody reach us on some um, social media channels? Uh, well, yeah, the easiest way, I guess, is probably email. We do have an e email address, Boats, Beaches, Bars, and Beyond at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Instagram at Boats Beaches and Facebook at Boats Beaches. And then our personal Instagram account is at Smoke in Your Eyes. And that is actually spelled S-M-O-K-N-Y-R-E-Y-Z. And we've been trying to share some pictures from the trip and some of our other trips on the social media channels. But if you have a question, just reach out to us on one of those and a question or a comment, and we'll try to incorporate that into one of our, our other shows. Uh, but as always, uh, thanks for listening to Boats, Beaches, Bars, and Beyond.